Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Finding someone on an online Catholic dating site shouldn't be like shopping for a blender. So why do most dating sites leave you feeling like you're shopping for a spouse? At Catholic Singles, we connect members through our unique user polls and activities, which help you discover other members and their personalities and interests. Because you're a person, not a profile picture. So stop shopping and start discerning. Trust your love story to the original Catholic dating site and use the promo code BREADBOX at checkout for 20% off at catholicsingles.com. Good morning and aloha, it's Bear, and I'm coming to you from Satellite Beach uh, in Florida. It's, you want to know where it is? It's, it's, it's east, oh, east of Orlando and south of the uh, Kennedy Space Center, about uh, 25 miles. So good to be with you guys. I was, um, uh, had to take Cindy over to the west side of Florida uh, Wednesday and Thursday to go visit her family, so it was unexpected. So I'm sorry we didn't get to didn't get to uh, have the sunrise ocean sunrise catechism in the last two days. But we're back. We're looking at paragraph 611. The Eucharist that Christ institutes at the moment will be the memorial. At that moment, speaking of the Last Supper, will be the memorial of His sacrifice. If you're here, say aloha and tell us where you're from, by the way. Jesus includes the apostles in his own offering and bids them perpetuate it. By doing so, the Lord institutes his apostles as priests of the new covenant. Isn't that interesting? The apostles were the original priests. It's so interesting how um, temple worship for the Jews ended about 35 years later <clears throat> when the temple was destroyed um, but yet the, the continual offering is to be made from the east to the west uh, the book of Mal Malachi says the perfect offering and so it had it was perpetuated but it's perpetuated by the Catholic Church uh, in whose uh, ministers priests uh, ordained priests have the apostolic succession, the ordination to actually celebrate the Eucharist and make us present again at the cross so that uh, we may actually receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. Hey, Bill Rushmore, aloha. <clears throat> By doing so, the Lord institutes his apostles as priests of the new covenant. Now in the Bible, you see them called diakonos or presbyters. So the presbyters was what they used <clears throat> to refer to the priests until about 70 or 80 AD because they didn't want to confuse people with the priests that were sacrificing animals at the temple. But then after that, you begin to see them called priests. And that's why we call the mass the sacrifice of the mass. Because it's a sacrifice. Jesus gave his life for us. Hey, Mark. Hi, Tony. I think I might have just seen Sean Church. We have a men's, a men's meetup tonight, 7.30 Eastern. Hope you guys can be there. For their sakes, I sanctify, sanctify myself so that they also may be sanctified in the truth. That's um, from John 17. And the Council of Trent confirms it. 
the agony of Gethsemane. I've been to the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, quite um, a dramatic location. The olive trees that are there are the same olive trees that were there 2,000 years ago. They're ancient, really gnarly looking olive trees. And you know, this is right where Jesus wept uh, uh, tears and sweated drops of blood. The cup of the new covenant which Jesus anticipated when he offered himself at the Last Supper is afterwards accepted by him from his Father's hands in his agony in the garden at Gethsemane, making himself obedient unto death. Jesus prays, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Thus he expresses the horror that death represented for his human nature. You know, there was um, heresies that said that Jesus looked like was only spirit and just looked like he came in the form of man. But you see here in this prayer the reality of Jesus anticipating the physical suffering and death. Thus he expresses the horror that death represented for his human nature. Like ours, his human nature is destined for eternal life. But unlike ours, it is perfectly exempt from sin, which is the cause of death. So. Jesus had to willingly give his life. Above all, his human nature has been assumed by the divine person, the author of life, the living one. So Jesus, even now, is still, he was the second person of the Trinity, right? And, and one in being consubstantial with the Father. You know, three persons with one nature, but now Jesus, three persons who share one nature, but now Jesus, is forever uh, has also the nature of a human being. Isn't that amazing? The author, as it says here, of life, that author entered into his book by accepting in his human will that the Father's will be done. He accepts his death as redemptive as he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree. That's in 1 Peter 2 and Matthew 26. Christ's death is the unique and definitive sacrifice. Christ's death is both the paschal sacrifice that accomplishes the definitive redemptive redemption of men through the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world and the sacrifice of the new covenant. You know, for a, a, the Old Testament or New Testament, you think about it, a testament, like your last will and testament, it becomes effective when someone dies. This is the New Testament, this is the new covenant. And it is a covenant. It's a promise that God binds him to, that we don't have the power to hold him to, but he willingly does. He binds us to himself if we will bind ourselves to him. By accepting in his human will that the Father's will be done, he accepts his death as redemptive, for he himself bore our sins and in his body on the tree. Christ's death is both the paschal sacrifice that accomplishes the definitive redemption of men through the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world and the sacrifice of the new covenant. We're a covenant people which restores man to communion with God by reconciling him to God through the blood of the covenant which is poured out 
for the forgiveness of sins. Poured out for the many, for the forgiveness of sins. We're in paragraph 613 of the Catechism. Did you enjoy the sunrise? Today we say a special prayer for our president, the first lady, and for everyone who is uh, contending with the coronavirus. I guess our president, first lady, we both came out positive. So let's really pray for their protection. Love you guys. Don't forget for those who are members of the Man Cave, we have a Man Cave meetup, a Zoom video chat meetup today, 7.30 Eastern. I'll post the Zoom room. And if you're not a member of the Man Cave, go to deepadventure.com and, and join. So we'll say in Hawaiian, Meka Enoa, Akamakua, Kekeki, Ame, Kulehana, Emalele. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Don't forget to press the share button. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seeing the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.com dot app slash breadbox.